back, all you friendly, bright-eyed potential felons. My name is Adam. My name is sponsored by school buses. It's where the bullying happens. More on that in a moment. Uh, so it's been a week. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome back. Um, Jack and I have had a bit of a week. We've had an interesting experience going through a bunch of different movies over the past week, and uh, we're willing to give some quick reviews of a bunch of them. Just Nothing at all that say. could possibly be relevant to your life. Nothing. Random, <laughs> truly dispassionate movies. <laughs> so we watched a lot of... Um, we usually only watch bad movies. Uh, we don't know much about well, good ones. I mean, together at least. Together at least, I will yes. watch any movie. Together we tend to watch horrible movies. Yes, together we... Yeah. Like, mystery science theater level... Riffing kind, kind of, of thing. Riffable movies. Yeah. Which just, like just introducing that concept before saying the movies is, is risky. Because th- there's one movie in particular that I feel like might step on some toes, um, depending on how we go about talking about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that the case? Yeah. But continue. Okay. Well, uh, to begin with, probably the most riffable movie that we found, uh, just the one that's also the most mystery science theater-esque is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. This one's a gem. Absolutely. It- dime piece as far as i'm yeah. concerned you said that it was just an uncut diamond of of potential there so um, literally it's it's i think it released in like 1988 um and yeah. it, it opens up with these uh teenagers like sitting up on the stereotypical like 80s kiss mountain kind of thing and they see this asteroid strike in the middle of the woods and an old man goes to um investigate it and he stumbles upon a circus tent and within this tent um, there were many, many killer clowns that came from outer space. They look filthy. They're they look d- absolutely disgusting. It's it is okay. It is marketed as a horror movie, and by far the scariest part is the the makeup that exists on the faces of these clowns. It they're hard to look at for sure. It's tough, very tough. Uh, like just a mound of whipped cream, I'd say with like dashes of ketchup inside is about what these things look like. It's, it's pretty, and it's filthy. Truly disgusting. Um, however, uh, it gets better with the fact that they are creating cotton candy cocoons. I lost it at a certain point in this movie. I really didn't. Yes. Yeah, so it the point where I was getting tired. Essentially they, their, their main goal is to kill people, but for some reason they also kidnap them and bring them because like at one point, one of the clowns like takes over a dude and talks through him as a puppet. And he said, all we want to do is kill you. But yeah, for some reason they will either trap people in cotton candy cocoons, like literal cocoons or um, capture them in like, like, I don't know, like balls essentially. And mm-hmm. I don't know, but, and they would trap people in these like balloons and pull them around. And it, it's, it's a mess. It's a total mess. To my knowledge, uh, I'm not in their heads, but I believe the process of whether you get bald or if you get cotton candied is completely indiscriminate. Yeah. Nobody knows what you're going to get when it's, you're thrown in there. It seems like you have to be uh, like a main character in order to get the ball. Yeah. Otherwise, like cotton candy is just the worst way to go. They shoot you with a ray gun that uh, cotton can Also, uh, there was popcorn. At some point, they had that popcorn guns that they could shoot, or one guy had a. That was. a well, at the beginning, they get shot at 
with the popcorn gun, but then later the one guy has like a like a briefcase full of popcorn. And the popcorn, I guess, are like seeds for clowns because they grow into these horrible monsters that try to eat people. God, I get scared when like a spider runs under my bed. So I can't, I don't want to, like imagine a spider crawling underneath your bed and then like several days later it grows into a much larger spider part, like something related to spiders, I suppose. It's, it's absurd. That would be disgusting and filthy and would make me hate spiders even more than I do. Yeah, I, um, and I was... Shout outs actually though to spiders that do good things because there are spiders that do good things. Uh, we know that you're watching. I guess so. from a biological standpoint, yes, but as far as I'm concerned, they're horrible. <laughs> I think the most offensive part for me of this whole movie, and I talked about this in one of my videos, slight plug, uh, YouTube channel Bunny with Guns, moving on. Um, <laughs> you Okay, so they're the, the two... And I think they're meant to be the comedic relief characters, but it, it doesn't work. They're they're not funny. But they're these two guys. I think they're brothers, and they drive around in their um, ice cream truck and try to uh, sell ice cream and pick up chicks, basically. And towards the end of the movie, uh-huh. they get recruited to help stop the aliens for whatever reason, and um, they end up on like infiltrating the ship with the main character. And um, they oh, yeah. fall in like out of nowhere. They like get separated and they fall into this ball pit. And in the ball pit, there are the only two female killer clowns in the entire movie. And um, the continuity entirely—it's—it's it's confusing. We seen a single one. Yeah. Um. But so they land in this ball pit, and and it, it cuts there basically. And then later we see them, like they bust through a wall to save the day in their ice cream truck, and they're covered in in lipstick, insinuating some downright filthy things happened between them and the clowns and hardly even worth thinking about <laughs> hardly even worth thinking about <laughs> detrimental to the soul um and i think Just yeah that's terrible. the most painful part it's it's definitely if you want to watch a good movie this is last on the list bottom of the list this is not for you if you want any good source of entertainment and in my opinion but... the second worst movie of the actually okay i guess quality wise yes it's the second worst i would rather watch killer clowns than this one but next up uh, haunting is it haunting on fraternity row is the name of the movie haunting on fraternity row see i have some some opinions on this movie and only based on like one category does it kind of exceed for me it's and i don't believe it exceeds for you. this one came out like two years ago and um literally we were just scrolling through the horror section of netflix if any of you have heard of this i would be absolutely shocked unless maybe you just happen to be the guy who like filmed it like you're one of the four main guys who made it as a college prank or something like that and somehow got a netflix deal i don't know maybe it's more popular than i think <laughs> but yeah so the, the gimmick is it takes place in a fraternity house and you got four like the four main characters are these dudes who are like um getting ready to graduate and so they're throwing like the, the big final luau and um they end up finding that there is a secret like room in their basement that uh, they don't know what it is but they find this like cup, this like goblet in there. And um, that ends up, the cup happened to be a capturing device for a demon. And the demon escapes and it just wreaks havoc on the party. This movie's awful. It is awful. It's truly terrible. Um, it's. So, one of the things that I like about it, though. And there's very few things that you can really love about this movie is the acting, in my opinion, was pretty great. 
Um, and that's not even me being really sarcastic. I think like I, I've done a little bit in theater. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty versed in it. And it's like the acting in this movie was pretty substantially well done. I will allow um, you to have your own the way opinion. that they portray. <laughs> I, I understand. Uh, but the the actors in this movie portrayed fraternity brothers and stuff very well in a way that in that fraternity, they like didn't, I don't know. They just portrayed fraternities. I think in, in the light that they kind of fit in a little bit, it was a little bit overblown, but uh, there were also moments where like the lead actors really showed what they were good at and showed their strong suits, I think. So that's just my opinions on it. However, I will personally say from a genuine subjective or yes, my subjective opinion, it is yeah. bad. It is a bad movie. Um, the um, like if you want to riff one. Yeah, though, towards the one. end, like is when the, the like actual horror like this movie is probably 90 percent like frat movie. And then like there's 10 percent horror that appears out of like nowhere randomly. Um but mm-hmm. like towards the end when it really starts popping off it gets it's it's hard to follow and like one guy kind of figures out what's going on and they try to like explain it but it's it's confusing and like the way yeah. the the creature goes about murdering people makes no sense to me to this like to this very moment because the creature yeah. has you can't have a demon that thinks you know you have to have a demon that is just it goes for for blood and in this movie i feel like it didn't capture that the demon would systematically find the main characters and kill them which is common in most horror movies but this was a yeah. party like objectively speaking this was a party and he had an entire line of fodder he could just mow through i was supposed to yeah. I'm thinking too much and from the demon's perspective. He, I was specifically talking about also, like, why does he kill them by just making their eyes explode? Yeah, very specific. It, it was it was really weird. And it's like, I think it was just like they they were on a budget and they need to have, like, a cheap effect that could quickly show, like, when they're dead and when they're not. Because there are times when, like, the, the demon will, like, pull a dude under the bed, but then later he's cool. Why he decided to save him for later? Dougie. I don't know, but um, yeah, I guess it was just more of a reveal yeah, thing, know. but that movie was terrible. He can have a little, the demon can have a little Dougie as a treat, <laughs> you know, but I think their special effects artist was like, I got some bad news. Um, I said that I had a really large repertoire of things I can do, but I don't. All I can do is the eye thing that you saw me do the one time, and they're like, just the eye thing, and they're like, yeah. just the eye thing is i don't know it, it was, yeah, it was strange but not my personal favorite yeah it wasn't great um and then we watched uh two of the madagascar movies neither of them i watched like 30 percent of the second one and then i fell asleep uh, and then i watched 100 percent of the third one. Oh yes yeah, unfortunately so now Jack won't believe me when I say that Madagascar Escape to Africa is probably the, one of the best movies that I saw in my time staying. It's not that big of house. a competition, honestly. Well, yeah, but I, it, granted, we did watch a lot of bad movies. However, I would argue to say that that movie is 
a B tier movie. Man, I think you haven't seen enough animated movies, man. I think I've seen a lot of Pixar movies, and I honestly am kind of taken aback by this one. Like, I I was surprised. I thought that it was like very good. That had good comedy. It, It delivered in a lot of sets, and like the characters were pretty well done um it it could be wrong of me to say this because i i think the character development between movies uh really overthinking the madagascar series here however when we watched escape to europe or europe's Mm -hmm. most wanted sorry getting them mixed up um uh europe's most wanted had numerous moments where i was like that yeah, you got you got too invested how do i know your character is better than you you went too deep i did i got way too into it i did uh because i was like oh so they're leaving africa <laughs> now at the very start of europe's most wanted after at the very end of escape to africa they said i want to stay in africa oh you're stuck here with me now dad haha <laughs> now we're gonna dance <laughs> that's the whole thing that's my whole character and then in the next movie when they enter into a circus sorry for spoilers Alec ends up being like, oh, you know, I have the, they try and trick the circus into thinking that they're fit for it. And he's like, yeah, no, I can, um, I can't do anything circus related. And I'm like, yes, you can. That was the whole the last Alex movie. I know the can. The last movie was that you could, <laughs> you're no Alec. No and Alex I mean, also you, the way you explained it was that at the end of that movie, they were happy with being in Africa, but then this movie, this movie starts they with were. them being like, Alex is like, I need to get out of here. And that's like the impetus for like the actual story. Like, he's like, I need to get back to New York. This is like the worst place ever. Yeah. He was like, I'm scared to grow old in this place I was born in, you know? That's where most lions live. It, 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 I, I don't know. They wanted to go back to New York, I guess, and live there. But there was no, like, reason for it. It wasn't like it was get- – we didn't even see any of their family members. Who knows Who knows if they even know <laughs> that they left? Like, they could just be back at the zoo and they're all looking yeah, for no. them on the reserve. Couldn't get the voice actors back. You know, that- but Escape to Africa – yeah, sorry. Um, Escape to Africa is, like, much – just layers and layers above – Europe's most wanted, which isn't a surprise. That was the third True. movie versus the second movie. And like the, you know, first movie was pretty solid. It installed classic character of uh, King Julian, who is still, I kind of enjoy his character. He's, <laughs> he's a I bit much. Him. Not as much, not at all in the third movie, very little in the second movie, but I do like him in the first one. Now, I didn't watch it recently, but I remember that yeah. I did enjoy him when I was younger. So maybe that's not a great I just it's it seemed point. like they um, just animated they told like Sasha Baron Cohen to do his thing, which if you that's the guy who plays like Borat, um and that and he has those kind of like weird characters and they asked him to do his thing but animated and it just he doesn't work for me. Borat's pretty good, but I don't know. King Julian is not yeah. my favorite. Yeah. He had funny moments in Escape yeah. to Africa, okay. I I think at least. Um however Moving on to the next movie. See, Escape Room is why I hesitated on saying that Escape to Africa was the best movie that was in our whole I watched probably half of Escape Room as well. I was very tired this day. But you watched half of it and then you woke up to me saying, Jack, I got bad news. That movie I don't have a, I mean, I, I like went one. into this knowing that it was like, it got decent reviews. So I'm, I mean, I'm glad you liked it. Mm-hmm. It was like, 
I I do kind of have this slight soft spot for like Saw the like style movies. the procedural is, like, kind the of like death to death kind of thing, you know. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know if I'm just like. We'll talk about the bad side of this coin the... shortly. <laughs> uh, this this movie was good. I think I'm. I think I can genuinely say that based on the reviews that have been said. I won't get too much clap back for this, but like. This movie was solid, and I would recommend it, honestly. Um, I don't want to talk about the plot too much, because honestly, like I said, I, it, it would be awesome if like people were to listen or watch to that. And it's, it's very character-driven, in a way, and the, and the deaths in the thing, because clearly there are going to be deaths, uh, are earned, I feel like. And I don't know, there's some characters that, none of the characters in particular, compared to a certain movie that we will talk about later, felt like I despised them aside from like mm-hmm. the big bad, you know, because there's a guy who sets them up to go into We don't watch the full movie. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. We the do start like, we, we like basically flip from like different HBO or Showtime channels. We did watch some like the fraternity movie. We watched all of it because it was on Netflix. Killer clowns. We watched all of it because it was on Netflix and it was something we specifically chose, but a lot of these we come in late or leave a little early. So, not complete reviews. Mm-hmm. Essentially, we want to make sure that we have the least uh, yeah, validity yes. going into talking the about ultimate movies, disrespect. Because you'll be like, we, yep. you didn't watch the full thing. Yeah, yep. full disrespect there. Um, but with Escape Room, I would recommend it. Um, a lot of good stuff in there, I think. Uh, it's not like a movie that, you know, it's a must-see, clearly, because it's Escape Room and... No horror movie I think I've ever seen has ever been like a you gotta see it. Uh, I never saw it. I'm not big on well, like. I, I'm not big on movies that will. Actually I have. I mean, there are definitely some uh, horror movies that I'm are must sees. A hundred percent. Yeah. Shining is yeah. a great one. Alien. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we don't talk good movies. But yeah, moving on to a movie, we do not talk good movies. We need to move off of this topic as soon as possible. Um, so. One movie that I referred to lightly a moment ago is um, one that is just horrible. And it kind of, I think it honestly rivals some of the worst yeah, movies. Yeah, no, for sure. Saw. I think Would You Rather has the most unsatisfying ending I've seen in a movie. And in I a think long specifically, time. it's like you got to stack up like potential because this, like, I don't know, like, it's high quality compared to like something like, I don't know, fraternity row seemed like it could have been filmed like just by a couple of college students. This one seemed like a high quality kind of movie, but geez, it, it fell flat. Yeah. It, it had the, it had the potential to have that saw effect we talked about a minute ago, where it's that high stakes procedural kind of death type of thing there where it has these unique kind of and also like the unique moral questions of it's would you the, the gimmick is this? it's uh, literally it's rich time. man invites people to his mansion and then gives them would you rather questions and then like whichever option you pick you have to actually do and believe it or not he's not asking them to choose between a cheeseburger and a hot dog far far different more high stakes choices than that yeah, very, very far from that. Like, would you rather whip a guy or would you stab the person to your 
left, you know, like that kind of stuff. It's very brutal. This movie has the same topics. problems that Madagascar uh, 3 has, where they... Yes, let's, let's compare... Where they set up their characters very important. to, like, behave a certain way, and then, like, the characters do something that just literally, like, makes no sense compared to, like, what you've told me. Like, specifically the unsatisfying ending. Oh, completely. Like, the main character, she's been getting along with this one mm-hmm. guy who's also doing the, the dares this whole time. They've both always been like, we got to get through this, like, but, like, always stay true to, like, being a good person. Like, you know, and then at the very end, the main character's like, never mind. Money is more important. And it's just, like, it just doesn't work. It doesn't yeah. work. Literally, nobody yeah. wins at the end of and this And another... Movie. Another the huge flaw of this movie is one. the the one character um, who I'm trying to figure out because I've seen the actor before. It's uh, Lawrence Gilliard Jr. He appears in, he's been in like the water boy. I think he might even have been in like the walking dead at some point, but, uh, and Adam knows like, doesn't know actor names that well. So he probably doesn't know who I'm talking about, but he will in a moment. No, I'm at the very beginning, you get introduced to the main female character. I don't know her name, blonde girl. Um, the rich guy who is telling her that, hey, I if you come to my mansion, I will be able to and you win this game, you will get the money. And then there's this third character who is the person I'm referring to. And he is, seems to be kind of like an advisor to the rich guy and he helps him like choose like who's going to go. And then um, cut to black, they're both or um, she decides that she's going to like go to the mansion. And then for some reason, this third character, like just I guess he got into like a fight with the the rich guy. And then it'll randomly like cut to his story where he'll be like looking for his keys in his house and then going to his car and then driving to the mansion and like loading a gun. And it seems like it's going to build up to a moment where he like takes a ch- like takes a charge and like fixes it, saves people, makes an impact. And then spoiler alert, as yeah. soon as he gets to the mansion, he takes one piece of lead to the dome and goes right down. No fulfilling like story related meaning in this character at all literally pointless you verbally said that is the least the least i literally like it was absolute nonsense why he would even appear in the movie it made it was so stupid no point at all you're like he's he's fine like it literally it was terrible like why are it felt like you were watching a commercial instead when his like parts came up because it would be like him driving down the road and yeah it felt like like a lincoln commercial with matthew mcconaughey (laughs) <laughs> and, and instead like it ended up being part of the movie and <laughs> might as well not have been it was absolutely crazy i don't understand it at all yeah it was really awful um let's see um, what was what was another so one earlier i referred to the fact that um, we might be stepping on toes by calling one movie in particular bad and i don't want to say it's bad it's just not amazing and it's Bridge of Terabithia. This is one of those movies that has a nostalgia shield on it for people our age that cannot be penetrated yeah. at all. And I also think it's got like the mm-hmm. like the Marley and Me effect where it's like something very, very sad happens at the very end that or not even at the end, but like in the movie, it's something very sad happens that just like forces something in people's brains to be like, it's a good movie. You know, they're like, there's this one like a s- extremely emotional moment. But it's, I don't know, it's just not all there. There's some weird stuff yeah. that doesn't really it, add up. Something, 
something made me cry and therefore you can't talk bad about it that's kind of the aspect of it i think um i feel bad on on an extent and like the movie itself has like a moment or two that are like very you know put together i i'd rank it like if i had to tier this movie uh because my opinion is just the highest stature i'd say like a low c maybe yeah, c c plus i don't know like that. it's not it's not like no. d tier like no it's an okay movie that we see you it's know? a kid movie uh yeah it's like so we're not like just assaulting this movie for no no good backup reasons for it you know we we have our gripes but you know it, every a lot of people who are listening to this have probably watched that movie and if you haven't like it also has the craziest kind of bus driver of all for. time because there's a moment where the main character is like <laughs> sitting on the bus and then the bully like walks on the bus and i guess she like i don't know if she accidentally trips herself or if she purposely acts like she was tripped by the main character either way she gets tripped and then she's like she's like just trip me do something about it and then the bus driver's like you know the rules walk home what <laughs> it's unreal and he's just like yeah you got me all right this is it, this is justice i guess yeah he's like <laughs> called my it, bluff she it's so wild like out. it's like the wild Let's west go. like the bus driver's just like all right yeah no sorry there's nothing i can do <laughs> well you know the rules if you, if she faked it and tripped, you gotta walk home. Unless you can beat me in a drag race, and you're 12, so you probably can't do that yet until you get your license. The other option is that you can fight like, me in the pit. If you win in the pit fight, then we toss around solitaire cards. It's like, sir, I'm, I'm at the very edge of the district. It's as far as you can be from the school without having to be in a different district. And he's like, I didn't trip the girl. And then the kid proceeds to walk an hour and a half home. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't trip her either. I guess I'm just gonna go across this river and over the rope. But this is cool, right? Right? And I'm gonna go home to my parents and paint for a while. It's, it's just such an insane, like I don't know. And then the so the dad in that movie, for the first like ten minutes, is the greatest dad. He's just super chill, very nice, very kind. And then after that ten minutes is up. He uh, he runs out of quarters and he just becomes an awful father. He's just terrible to his son and only cares about his daughter, which was not what until he, the big sad comes up and um, he turns around and starts being good uh-huh. dad again a little bit. Yeah, yeah, then it's 10 minute early yeah. dad again, I guess. Um, and like the ending is like is kind of sweet, it gives me like the Lego movie 2, the second one vibe where it's like you know the uh the whole setup of you really need to value like your siblings and everything and and you know you only have them for so long and you never know when someone's gonna go away and that's like a nice message i like that um but like you know it felt like that relationship was i agree he just bullies her the whole time you know (laughs) (laughs) he does he's awful to his sister He's projecting his dad's anger onto his sister, and then at the very end, he's like, "You're the new princess of Terabithia," and she's like, "Okay." You yelled at me like a lot, and like threw me in the mud. (laughs) I don't know if I want to like play out here with you in the woods. Yeah, 
where this also girl yeah died, i think it's a little you know? bit like risky like spoilers for this like 10 year old movie but yeah so the the friend dies by like she dies on the rope swing going to this like area terabithia and you know i mean i guess he builds the bridge but still telling your sister like your what like six seven year old sister your like secret hideout in the woods where you can just like sprint in this like endless field like i don't know it seems a little dangerous risky to do to your yeah like she is six so she can just run she could just go out there and where is she i don't know probably somewhere within like the 50 mile acreage that we have out there of just forest you can go find her call the police or something i don't care but like also there's a character in this movie that has a fantastic concept on capitalism and that is the bully she sits out there on the playground and she came up with a fantastic plan of charging people money yeah to go to the bathroom i i'm not supporting bully and i never would but this this is revolution <laughs> This is why you haven't like, people capitalized on. This? I don't know. That's that happens in community, like during one of the paintball episodes. Pierce, he, like, and I think it's in the second season. They like the big problem is that there's like a, a scarcity of paintball bullets, but Pierce becomes like this king because he instantly, as soon as the game starts, he goes and hides in the bathroom, and then he starts charging people like to get in. They have to give him mm-hmm. paintball, so then he gets he becomes like this king of the of the whole school or whatever. So yeah, it's a an interesting kind of situation that's great okay well i don't know which came out first it, it would have been either community stole from bridge man, to probably like or... the same year i feel like i don't know oh wow man just the year of just the year of toilet pri- piracy yeah I'm not, well okay no community's 2009 um that would have been 2010 like that when that episode came out and then bridge to is probably like 2006 2007 because, like, all of the movies we watched came out in 2006 or except for, like, I don't know. Not all of them, but a decent yeah. amount of them. Um, Killer Clowns. Yeah. Killer Clowns yeah. came out far yes. before we were born. Um, but, yeah, I think that concludes our... Um, I think, yeah, the rest of them we didn't watch groups. enough of to really give an so, opinion on. I would say, like, we we watched a little bit of Wild Hogs, yeah, which is I mean, a uh, another 2007... It's mm-hmm. it's just the if you're a boomer, you would love this. It's it would be a boomer delight. <laughs> you would, um, without really overusing is, the word. It's... But um, other than that, like there's a yeah. the biggest thing about that movie is how, like, how underused or how poorly they used John C. McGinley, who is the actor from the like who plays uh, Doctor Cox from Scrubs, um, and this he plays this like this horrible stereotype of homosexuals and he uh like he plays an officer um who just like follows these guys around because he wants to have sex with them essentially it's it's a it's a really really poor Uh, i mean i mean the movie's like 13 years old now so it's probably aged a little bit but yeah honestly honestly if any of them would really i guess not to our demographic but if any of these like reviews we're giving of these movies would step on any toes and in the grand light of things maybe it would probably yeah. be it is movie. like a it's yeah. a it's an applauded it's comedy movie to some extent yeah. but i don't know yeah. when it it's, it's also our grandpa's when movie. that came so out in the same year as like tropic thunder which is just like like a comedic milestone 
that's just absolutely genius and like i don't know like it's 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 hard to compare yeah yeah so we watched some other movies but other than that i think that those are the big highlights yeah so you know uh pretty some other uh things that we kind of talked about over the past week jack shared a video with me uh on the topic of like actors and stuff uh of colin robinson and his is so well well well, the actor is not named colin robinson i think the actor that's right yeah i am foolish i can i completely forget that he's approach so yeah it's mark Proch. he colin robinson is his character in what we do in the shadows a tv show about like vampires Um, most people probably know him from um he appears like a lot in the office um he's like one of the if i remember correctly he's like one of um like dwight's kind of right hand men he plays nate um but uh yeah so this is essentially a video that um that came out like way before he was famous and it's it's absolutely hilarious because what he did was um he somehow acted like he was a professional like yo-yoer and um he faked his way onto a like news broadcast and like just did a purposely like horrible yo-yo show and like I don't know. It was like cringe comedy before cringe comedy really like was brought to the forefront by the internet. And it's, it's a, it's a brilliant video. Uh, did, did they send you the clip? What did did they send you the (laughs) clip? You know, the, the, the clip of me doing the trick. Oh no, they didn't send us the clip at all. That's Oh yeah. That quote comes right after he like fails the, his yo-yo like trick, like three times in a row on live on a live news broadcast. it's an incredible video and I would recommend watching. Yeah. Um, also on the topic of acting, Jack and I, I don't know if you guys know this, but Jack and I have a, uh, a history, a brief, very brief resume of us acting. Um, we were in a friend of ours, little, uh, well, student short film kind of, it wasn't like for a class or anything. It was, just something yeah. that they did so, for fun and so we if you go to eastern that. kentucky university and especially if you're like involved in kind of like the ra kind of realm you've probably heard of the sad boys which are a like it's just like a group of four guys who were ras and martin like uh like two years ago or whatever and they started doing like these kind of satirical ping pong films uh, that they would make and upload to youtube the first one's just kind of like a, a rocky kind of situation where um you got like the up-and-comer who's being trained to defeat like the big bad second one a little bit more espionage and then the third one is where we kind of were introduced and we got to play like fbi agents three and four um and like but we had yeah the 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 draw was definitely the choreography that we were able to do where we um just fake beat up on our our friends in front of uh all of the youtube audience Mm mm-hmm it was very good. Yeah, I'd, I'd look up Sad it's Boys the, on YouTube and check the out movie is um, Dial It In, You Son of a B, one, two, and three. Except they don't say yeah. B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're trying to remain a little bit tact about our use of cursing on the podcast, just because we don't know who may hear this, and it could be future employers. So, um, you know, we we might get big time, you know, and then we can start cursing. Uh, but that's kind of like our acting career 
background minus my shows that I've been in on several occasions, but, uh, you know, who's counting, who's counting. Um, but we found out some statistics about the podcast recently that I want to talk okay. about a little bit because it was very interesting to find out. So I was at Jack's house and we opened up, uh, our, our, you know, we opened up anchor on his computer and we were looking through the graphs and all the charts and everything of, you know, our demographic. And we know that like a lot of people in our personal like circle happen to listen to this podcast. However, one bit of information really caught our eye and it was the placements of like where people are around the world that are listening to our podcast. And this is on our overall, I figured it out. I did some math on the Mm -hmm. percentages um, and it said about 1% is from our British and UK audience, which hello to our one British viewer. I believe that's what that statistic would mean. And then uh, because we had our, our highest viewed episode is uh, a look back at Pokemon Kanto and it's got 63 plays mm-hmm. or listens overall, over all of our platforms. And so the the main thing here is that we have out of this 63 that would mean that there's like a certain percentage for each, like one point something percentage would be one person so uh there was one percent from uh british and uk uh one from ireland yes yeah so hello to our irish viewer and uh 15 percent well 73 or so percent was um I think higher than 73 actually was US. Expected. So that's pretty obvious. But then 15% of our audience over the course of our entire listenership has been French. Which was a surprise, to say the least. That was so surprised. I don't know if like Schmeep means that's, something. That's the, the in big like French theory right now is that that's got to be what it is. Yeah, that's. So if you're French, uh, reach out to one of us on Instagram or something uh, and let us know like wh- how you found our podcast. If you're still you know, listening around, I know it's been two years since we started this, but, you know, it'd be really dope to find out how that happened. Um, and it could just be that they hopped on and realized it wasn't French and then hopped right back off, which very well could be a possibility. Um, but, yeah, those are some statistics we found. Um, a- aside from that, I mean... You know, uh, we've been doing a bit of photo shoots lately for yep. the podcast. So we we did um, we did our first one. We posted on Instagram, um, adam.m.hole, which is the name of my account, which is where a lot of the posting for uh, regular uploads will happen. Yep. And we did a, a a series of shoots on my car and. It was very hot out outside, so we would lay on the car and it would just sting really, really bad. And so due to that, Jack has received some. some I've repaired so I'm good. I'm good. On his knees. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're good. OK, cool. cool, cool. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> repaired as if I'm a robot or something. And then um, after that, <laughs> we uh, when generated. he came up to visit me in Ohio, we. I had this idea. There's this local bank that was, I say built recently, but it, it was probably like two or three years now. Um, that is like 
-hmm. I don't know. It's got this really like corporate kind of sweet look to it. And I'm like, what if we took pictures outside the bank as if it were our enterprise? And by that, I mean, it is our, like, it's our building. We own it. It It is is our enterprise. Enterprises. (laughs) We didn't say, what if we went in there and pretended it was our enterprise? We said, I'm going in there and I'm buying this building. We get a lot of money from this podcast. Those school bus sponsorships. Um, School bus sponsorships. Yeah. Um, But that's kind of what we've been up to aside from that. Uh, Done a couple walks around trying to scout out new areas to do more. So we're probably going to try and do that about uh, once a week, potentially. Uh, If we can't, then we'll just use some backups. But yeah, we got some pretty solid ones. So you know, look some legendary images for sure. And uh, yeah, I found out some interesting news recently about a show that's coming out, which I'm actually pretty hyped for, um, which is a standalone. I don't know if how many of our audience have watched uh, Adventure Time, but there's a little character in that called BMO, and he's now getting his own standalone series just called BMO. And I'm very I'm behind anything that is it is it still like Pendleton Ward doing it? Because, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I'm on board. Actually. Dude's um, a genius, for sure. Mm-hmm. I just want, if I want anybody to get back onto the animation train or like to, I don't know if anybody knows if this guy's still working, but the guy behind Regular Show, because that is my favorite cartoon of all time. And I would love that's to like, see that's on uh, the new HBO well, Max. Yeah, it's, it's got really because they're is. partnered with like Warner Brothers. So it's got like all the Cartoon Network stuff, all the Adult Swim stuff. Um, yeah. Hmm. Man, that's rad. Yeah. Um, I just like the humor in that show really has evolved my personality. And I think you've said once before that it kind of like molded the way that we speak to I each other. I think it definitely had, a, had an impact. Um, mm-hmm. It's a good show. I, you know, if you haven't watched it, I'd recommend it. I think it's still very apt for. Uh, the age range that we bring in. Um, it's pretty great. Yeah, the 60-year-olds. The demographic show that we mm-hmm. the, the, we the like exclusively year have 60-year-old listeners. Yep. Yes, only 60-year-old listeners. We are an old yeah. folks home podcast. They play us every Sunday for bingo. Um, but yeah, I want to move on to just Your recommendations call. then? Lead the way? Yeah, I mean... Uh, I have a recommendation this week that kind of caught me off guard. I started watching a show that has been picking up more and more traction lately, and it's hard to shill only because of the stigma that's kind of behind it. Uh, and if you look, let up, me guess, realize why it's an anime. But it's yeah, <laughs> it is an anime. However, there's more to it. There's more to it that okay. makes it hard to shill. Anime is already hard to shill. But Beast Stars is a whole nother show to show to to shove out and put on the shelves because it's it's based on like anthropomorphic animals who are it's kind of like Zootopia a little bit, which is kind of unfair to say because it's a much more matured and much more um, close to earth kind of version of Zootopia where it's less revolved around like um like the police versus you know that that whole kind of uh debate there and it's more about 
the characters in it i guess it's it's a little bit more zoned in on one spot i guess rather than like a large large world a city and it does very well with world building and everything yeah (laughs) i mean it it covers like a lot more than that i think um but with b stars it's i don't know it it does very very well it has 3d animation and has like a whole blend of other art tools that it uses in it the opening is phenomenal it is in stop motion and if you aren't going to watch the show or anime isn't your thing i highly suggest at least watching the opening because the song in it is a banger and it's the stop motion in it is very compelling and very good and it's like not usually done in anime but that's my recommendation um trust me on this one it's a good it's It's a good good. it's a good one um very good yeah so i knew we were going to be talking about like a bunch of movies so i didn't want to do another movie this time even though um hbo now just came out everybody gets a free week of that i'm quickly say if you do use your uh free week trial for hbo max watch blind spotting that's not the recommendation because I don't want to just talk about movies, but yes, do that. Um, the actual recommendation is a show that I watched a couple weeks ago and um, have been just like, if, if you watch this show, please reach out to me because I need somebody to talk about it with because it kind of breaks my brain. It's called Devs and it is, did I, have I talked to you about this, Adam? Okay. Uh, briefly, so, um, a little bit. Basically, it's created by Alex Garland who did Ex Machina, which is a, um, film about like ai that came out in 2015 won a bunch of awards highly regarded as like one of the best films of the decade um he turned around and he made a tv show and um he directed every episode wrote every episode it's just like completely his child and if you know me i do not like i don't like trailers i don't like describing things before like i recommend them so if you're willing watch devs based purely off of the recommendation that it is a god tier show if not i will give you a brief synopsis as much as i hate to do it um essentially the um one of the main characters is played by nick offerman of ron swanson fame from parks and rec and um he plays like this tech genius kind of like uh like bill gates steve jobs that kind of thing and he runs this um huge corporation and um within this corporation there's this smaller um like sector of it called devs which is completely shrouded by secrets like nobody is allowed to know what devs is developing he like completely protects it and makes sure nobody knows what it is um and the main character is or it's it's hard so the the two main characters um are a it's a it's a russian guy and his girlfriend they both work at the company and um the russian guy i can't remember his name um he gets hired to work at devs um, in the first episode, and it is kind of the fallout and what happens as people learn what exactly is going on with devs. It is it asks questions that like I've never seen in a TV show or any medium before, at least like like on this level. Like it proposes some some truly like mm. like life altering stuff that is hard to come to terms with, but also just genius, like. I, I don't know exactly what Alex Garland like was before he like got into film. I'm assuming it's something like relating to the tech field, but the dude absolutely is like brilliant. He is the way he brings like science into storytelling and kind of proposes how technology is going to affect us moving forward is like unlike anything I've seen ever. Basically, it's insane. That's crazy. Yeah. High recommend, man. 
Well, I I would yeah I'm gonna recommend that also. Uh, I haven't seen it, but it's he's waiting for the the anime adaptation. Three days. So, <laughs> all right. Well, um, I think that's all I have to say. So yeah, yeah. That's the uh, that's the end of this podcast. But check us out uh, next Wednesday. We'll have more to talk about then. So rate the uh, podcast on your your podcast app provider feed whatever yeah helps Um, people find us not just be people who are seeing the instagram posts yeah uh do you want to give that give what i mean all right well i guess that's uh, all we have to talk about today (laughs) so uh i will see you guys next time all right later guys